get all that, as many of that first team here as we can. Good evening. Here we are at Linder Field for CHCA Eagle football. It's homecoming night. It's Eagles against North College Hill. We're just about ready to start. The Eagles just came out of the tunnel. They're wearing the purple tops with dark purple numbers, white pants, and the purple helmets with the wings. Excited to bring you football here tonight. I'm going to be joined by Joel Sobey, and we're looking to have a bunch of alumni coming up into the booth tonight. Talk CHCA history, football, some of the stories from the past. For twenty dollars again, big night for the Eagles. Enter to win a 2021. You haven't been to homecoming in a while. We've kind of mixed what used to be fall festival with homecoming celebrations. So on the MSL campus, the lower grades parade up to the high school campus. There's rides in the parking lot, food trucks, dunking booths, games in the gym. There's a great concert tonight by Lab Band, EJO. All kinds of festivities tonight. But we're ready for football. The Eagles, three and two. Facing one and four Trojans from North College Hill. They're going to be kicking from our right to left. Eagles going to be heading to the south end. Back to receive the kick. Alex Bernard, DJ Ames, Julian Herman. There's a line drive kick in about to the 30s. It's going to be taken by Alex at the 15. Get the head of steam out to the 30, to the 35, to the 40. He's going to go all the way. Alex Bernard is going to take that kickoff back 80 yards for an opening touchdown. And just like that, the Eagles go up on top 6 to nothing, returning the kickoff 80 yards. That kick was kicked on a line drive, bounced at about the 30. Alex came up on it, picked it up at the 20, got ahead of steam, straight up the middle, cut through the wedge, and then just ran away from this Trojan team. All right, so Phillips on for the extra point. The snap high, the hold is down, kick is up, and he's going to miss that wide to the left, was not good. Making the score six high snap, I think, caused that miscue. With 11 minutes so, six to nothing. It's 11 seconds off this first quarter, and the Eagles get spotted an early 6 nothing lead. Eagles had a big one last week. If you weren't with us, traveled all the way to, Tr- to Trimble in Gloucester, Ohio, Trimble High School, a Division Seven power, had not lost on the season. They were 4-0, had not given up a point on the season. And the Eagles, in a really tough, hard-fought battle, came from behind and ended up pulling that game out in the last minute. And the defense held. And so keeping the Eagle playoff hopes alive, they're looking to put on a show here tonight for homecoming. 
Great crowd. Students are dressed in red, white, and blue. A lot of American flag shirts, shorts, and even a full suit. Eagles tee this ball up at the 40. Phillips kicks end over end. It's going to go back to the 16-yard line. The back is going to take it and try to get around the right corner. And DJ Ames runs him out of bounds at the 22. Trojans will start their first drive there. Trojan team is down in numbers this year. They've been struggling the last few years. And so most of these guys are going to be going both ways. It's going to make it tough against a larger Eagle squad. Trojans are in their white tops, yellow numbers, red pants, red helmets with the yellow Trojan. They're going to start out spread offense in a pistol formation. Quarterback's going to hand the ball off to the back. He's going to try to go on the right, get stopped. He's going to try to go backwards. He fumbles the football, recovered by the Trojans in the backfield. Eagles are going to stand him up at about the 12. That's going to be a loss of about seven yards. Going to bring up second down in about 17. After the fumble, the ball is on the 13-yard line. Second down, 17 yards to go for North Didn't see the first eagle to stop the back. But he fumbled the football as he tried reversing field and got hit from behind. Timeout has been called. Now there's an official's timeout on the field. Timeout, Cincinnati Hills, my bad. Actually, it's a eagle's timeout. And Eagles are having a conversation with Coach Mueller. I don't know what happened or what he saw, but after that play, he wants to talk to his team. This Trojan team has struggled a bit this year to score points, so we'll see what they can do against this Eagle defense. Probably going to get to see a lot of young guys as this game goes on. So, a great crowd. Huge student section. Bands down there being led by ben, uh, Sam Hoyer. Thinking alumni. I said Ben. I went back about four Hoyers to get that name. But we're talking football. Ben Hoyer, one of the great quarterbacks for these Eagles as this program was coming into its own. All right, quarterback drops back. He's going to be rolling to his left. Big pursuit by Colby. Throws on the run. A nice pass, but dropped through the hands. Number three out at the 21. So that's going to bring up third and 17. Quarterback showed a good arm on the move there. Keep an eye on that. His receiver had a hard time. Wasn't a perfect pass. Would have been a tough catch. But he's probably thinking he should have pulled that in to at least make it a third down in about nine. Instead, it's third and 17. Eagles are in a 4-3 defense. Two receivers left, two right. Quarterback drops straight back. He's looking. Now under pressure, he's rolling to his right. He's looking downfield, and he's going to get sacked all the way back at the eight-yard line. He lost the football. And the Eagles recover it at the eight-yard line. Justin Best and D.J. Ames make the tackle. 
Not sure which came up. Justin Bass comes up with the football. So the Eagles are going to start their second drive, first drive, actually. First and goal at the eight-yard line. So it's 10.50 left in the first quarter. Eagles are knocking on the door. So if you're just joining us, they're up 6-0 after Alex Bernard took the opening kickoff 80 yards, a missed extra point. But the Eagles right here knocking on the door. First offensive possession starts at the Trojan 8. Going to hand the ball off on the first play to the right. DJ Ames takes it, and he's going to go in untouched from the 8-yard line. And the Eagles go up 12 to nothing with 10.45 left in the quarter. Eagles are going to go for one. Kicking game has been great this year. I don't think we've missed an extra point. So let's see if they straighten that out. It was a high snap last time. Good snap this time to hold up. Solid kick. And that's right through the middle. So 13 to nothing, 10.45 first quarter. And the Eagles jump out fast. 10 minutes and 54 seconds left to play in the first quarter. See a lot of alumni here with us tonight. We'll see if we can get some of these guys on the air. I see Jack Phillips down there. I see Wickman. I see Carnes, Chris Carnes. A lot of last year's ball players. And I think I'm looking, I am, I'm looking at Carson Kapoor who is down in Atlanta playing football, reconstructed the knee after an ACL, came back strong, playing for a powerhouse down in Atlanta. We'll see if we can chat with him a little bit later. Our number seven, Joseph Adams. Number Somebody seven. else I'm not trying to make out who it is. Not Sam Becker, but maybe not. We'll see. We're going to get some alumni on the air tonight. All right, they tee it up. Great kick by Phillips. And O'Brand back to the nine. Bobbled. Two NCH guys run into each other. He's going to come to the left, try to get around the corner. Eagle's going to string it out, trip him up. He falls forward. Metzler takes him down all the way up to about the 24-yard line. So a pretty good return after the bobbled. To the bobble on the uh, reception of the kickoff. So, Trojans are going to take over here. Their second drive at the 24. A lot of cheerleaders tonight. Brought out the full squad. Speaking of alumni, we got alumni Dr. Bill Pohl monitoring the student section. All right, Trojans come to the line. Quarterback under center, single back. He's going to keep it himself. Gets grabbed right at the line of scrimmage. He's going to fight forward, though. Maybe a few they spot it. Maybe pick up about three yards on that. Going to bring up second down and seven. I think this Trojan team was thinking after last series, 
each play took them further back. We're looking for some positive yardage to maybe get some momentum. They do not want to get too far behind of this Eagles offense. And so a safe play kept in their quarterback's hand. Trojans have already had two fumbles in one bobble. So taking care of the football is going to be important for them staying in this game. So they come back to the line of scrimmage. Pistol formation, two left, two right. They're going to hand the ball off here, but net in the backfield. Dropped all the way back at the 25-yard line. So loss of two on that play. Best was in on the tackle again. And, and DJ Ames. Parker also in on that tackle. So that is going to bring up a third down and a long eight. Ball is placed just inside the 31-yard line. They got to get out to the – sorry, to 20, just inside the 26. They got to get out to the 34-yard line. All right, it's time in the shotgun. Quarterback's going to try to keep it, and he's just stacked up. I think that was a broken play. He put the ball into the hands of his back, took it away. I thought he was looking for the – it was an RPO. thought he was going to look to throw the ball, but when he saw the eagle pressure, tried to squirt forward, and the eagles just collapsed the pocket on him. For a sack, loss of one. So, P.J. Ames and Alex Bernard are back at the Eagle 46. And the punt is almost blocked. Line drive is going to bounce at the 45. Ames is going to take it at the 48. A nice move. And he jukes through the middle, stays on his feet. He's going to get taken down at the 38. A great athletic run through traffic. And so the Eagles will begin their second drive at the 38. 8.24 left here in the first quarter. There is a Trojan down on the field. Right on the eye of the Eagle out near the 50-yard line. Can't tell where they're looking. It looks like they're looking at his leg, maybe around the knee, hard to tell, kind of screened. Joe Lucas is out there with him. We'll see if we can figure out what's going on. He's sitting up now. Looking at his knee, he's going to lay back down. So it's great to be joined by Joel Sauve up here. Going to help take you through this one. Joel, so tell me, how's... uh, Spirit Week been going? What was the spirit like in school this week? Oh, I mean, it's been crazy. I mean, Spirit Week is probably one of the best weeks, one of my, my personal favorite weeks of the whole entire school year. Um, it's just everyone's different day to dress up in a different type of thing. Um, beach Day was Thursday. Today was Christmas. Uh, Nerd Day being Monday and um, all those different days. It's just a lot of fun. Um, brings a, just a unique um, – it's just a unique experience um, to have um, uh, in high school. So, yeah, it's just it's been a blast this week. The most complex one for the adults, I don't think for the students, 
was the Vine Meme Day. So talk about the level of confusion for the teachers trying to figure out whether or not a student was dressed as a Vine or a meme. Yeah, I mean, I, I still remember um, Mrs. Bailey with Conversation Spanish, a couple of us, we walked in, and she's like, she, she's just like, I don't know. I don't know what a meme or a Vine is. And so we each had to look up our video and show her it so that she could uh, count us for the spirit points. One of the teachers said the problem was they kept trying to look them up, and they were all blocked by the firewall. So it, it, it did raise some controversy, but uh, it, it was a new twist. That was a new one. We hadn't had that. All right, Eagles come back to the line. Finger receiver right, receiver left. You're going to hand it to G.J. Ames straight up the middle. And a hard run. He gets down to about the 32-yard line. And he's holding his ankle, and that's one thing the Eagles do not want to see happen this game as he hops off the field. Yeah, speaking of injuries, there's a lot of inactive tonight, especially on that offensive line. Um, so it's good to see them get a successful run, but hopefully DJ's okay after that play. All right, so they're going to put they're going to put Alex in the backfield, who has not been back there much since the injury a couple weeks ago. They were playing him at receiver last week, but now he's in the back. And Cole's going to keep the football, but a great job there as NCH collapses that line on him, and he might just barely get past the line of scrimmage. And that's going to bring up a third down in about five. I mean, third down and five didn't get the best what you wanted there out of that QB uh, draw there by Cole, but still uh, third down and five uh, manageable here. Maybe we see Cole's arm here on third down. All right, two receivers to the left, two right. Spread way out to the right is Julian Herman. Let's see if they go to him. Dropping back, they look, and it is to Herman. To the 30, to the 25, to the 20. Steps out of a tackle, spins, to the 15, still on his feet, all the way down to the seven-yard line. And that was an impressive run. That was getting oohs and ahs out of the student section. That was a beautiful little five-yard comeback yeah, round to Herman. Just, that kid is an athlete. Whenever you can get him in open space and let him work, great things are going to happen. All right, Eagles hurrying back to the line, all looking at the wristbands. Calls comes in from the sideline. Now Jack Wilkowski's in the ball game. He's going to play the up back in that big formation. Give me. Up to the left, Alex is going to be to the right next to Cole and shotgun. Single receiver left, single right. And now they're going to throw a flag. I think time may have expired. Let's see. That's going to be a delay of game. They're going to back the Eagles up five. That's going to make it first and goal from the 12. Seemed like a little bit of confusion where everyone's supposed to get. Goal to go from the 12-yard line. Again, as Joel said, a lot of Eagles out with injuries this week. We'll fill you in on some of that. Some of that was from last week, already injuries. All right, Cole drops back, looking, looking. Now he scrambles to his right, breaks the tackle, looking. Throws to the end zone, got a receiver. Touchdown to Metzler. 12-yard touchdown pass. 60-622 left in the first quarter. Eagles go up 19 to nothing. Yeah, that was a great job of Cole, able to use his legs, but an even better job of how Brady, on his route, he continues his route and follows Cole and keeps his eyes focused on Cole, letting him know that he's open. Good throw, good catch, good drive there by the Eagles. All right. Extra point. 
snap, the hold, the kick is good. So, 6:22, first quarter, Eagles are up 20 to nothing. So we told you last week we were missing a number of guys on the line. It's homecoming. Guys want to play at the same time. They want to rest guys if possible. So one of the injuries last week, we talked about Gibby being out and missing that big presence on the line. He's in a knee brace. He's dressed tonight, but not in pads. He said he's at least two more weeks out. Maybe more, but he said he's got an MCL level two sprain, but he's he's looking to be back in time for week nine, week ten at the latest, so hopefully we get these guys back for the playoffs. Yeah, another two other big injuries. Kobe Pruitt is somewhat back in the lineup tonight. Um... That, that's what he was telling me. He was just held out from first team because um, still coming back from that concussion, um, he was missing a lot of reps this week. And then also um, Pinto, Robbie Pinto, a big guy on defense with that defensive line and also with that offensive line is still coming back from that concussion as well. And Warren Klusmeyer, who had the poke die two weeks ago, he's doing well. Great to see him around school. No more iPads, but he's got to wait another week or so until he's cleared. Kickoff taken on a hop at the 12-yard line, out to the 25 to the 30, stood up there, driven back, still on his feet, but they whistle him down. That was Metzler and Jossworth lock him up, and Ames also in there. They'll start this drive at the 31-yard line. And here defensively, you're up 20 nothing. Defensively, you just want to have a good drive. You want to three and out, or just you want to keep the Trojans out of the end zone, or just any points, because that's what they're looking for on this drive. They're looking for some way to keep themselves in this game. All right, they're going to come to the line in the pistol formation. Two receivers left, two rights. Snap is fumbled by the quarterback, took off the rhythm, tries to throw the football while he's in the grasp of two Eagles. It was Kenimer and Vest had him wrapped up. Andrew Vest, incomplete pass. It's going to bring up second and ten. Again, another bobbled snap, which is getting this Trojan team out of rhythm time and time again. Yeah, that was that was a great job by the defensive line. They're able to collapse, bring a lot of pressure. So as soon as he recovered from that bobble snap, the quarterback had nowhere to go. All right, back to the line. This time they're going to go trips right to the wide side of the field. Single receiver to the left. Pistol formation. Quarterback takes the ball. He's going to roll to his right. He's looking to run this ball. Now he stops, and that's going to lose him about five yards. And Justin Best is in there. The young guys are getting it done tonight. So that's going to bring up third and about 15 yards. And, again, not a down in distance that the Trojans want to be in. I also talked this week with Ian Sawkill, who's getting more and more comfortable. He said that shoulder's still hurting on the blocking, but he feels like he's going to be okay as a receiver. But the jarring of that shoulder does not feel good, but he's cleared to play. Again, we could tell it was hurting him last week. Quarterback fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, tries to go around the right end, 
He's going to pick up maybe about three yards on this play, but that's going to bring up about a fourth and 11. And they're going to have to punt this football again as Alex Bernard is heading in. Yeah, that, was, that was a great drive defensively. Um, exactly what you wanted, exactly what you needed from the defense. They just got great pressure from the defensive line. And if it was a run, if it was a pass with that quarterback option, uh, they just had nowhere to go for the Trojans' offense. So now hopefully when we get the ball back, we can just keep it rolling and put more points on the board. I feel a blocked punt coming. I'm seeing it right now. Back to receive. Ames at the 40. Alex at the 37. There's going to be a whistle. Timeout Eagles. Maybe they're going to talk about the block. All right, so Joel, did you make it out to the powder puff this week? Sadly, I did not. Um, I kind of wish I did, but I had a big calc test on Thursday, so I was like, you know, got to prepare for that. But, no, I heard it was a lot of fun. Um, the seniors won it, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I wish I was there. Um, but for those who did went, they said it was a lot of fun. Consummate student athlete. Stays yeah. home for the Cal Scouts. Well, juniors couldn't field a team. So it was freshmen versus sophomores. Sophomores won, but a good look from the freshmen. The freshmen are going to win some powder puff games in their four years at CHCA. And then the sophomores played the seniors. Tough game, went to a tie, and they had to kick off a field goal to win it. Seniors pull it out on the 20-yard field goal, but with an asterisk because it was Taylor McCracken, a junior, who actually wins it for the seniors. All right, so the punt, a nice spiraling punt, caught at the 42 by Alex. He's going around the right side. Got blocking to the 540, and he gets undercut. Going to go down to the 37, and the Eagles will start their drive there. 424 left in the quarter. Eagles up 20 nothing. So it was a fun powder puff. It was a big, uh, big event. A lot of students came out for it. It was a spirit competition. I'll be down at halftime greeting all of the uh, court and at that point we'll hear about all the winners of the spirit competition but the one I can speak for with confidence now is seeing the sign up sheets I know the seniors got a win on the powder puff game alright so the Eagles come back to the line of scrimmage trips to the left single receiver right aims in the backfield dropping straight back Cole under all kinds of pressure on a blitz Actually, they're setting up a screen pass that didn't develop quickly enough, and he's buried under all the way back at the 44, 43. Loss of about six yards on the play. It looks like they were trying to get a screen to the running back. I don't know if North College Hill brought a blitz or not, but just it was a swarm of Trojans were over Cole, and he had nowhere to go, so now it's second down and long. We'll see what Fisher's got playing with the offense. All right, time they'll go trips to the left. They have – all right, they bring Alex in motion from left to right. Pass across the middle, but misses his receiver. Going to Adam Bauer, but it was down and away. Lays out to try to make the play, but it 
Takes it on the short hop. Yeah, a nice seam wrap by Bauer, just right in the slot. Um, so a little bit underthrown by Fisher on that play. Um, so, um, let's see if he can get it back here on third down. I believe in him. Third down, 16. Cole lines up in the gun. Probably going to be a big pass play here for the Eagles. All right, just up Brady Feaster down on the sideline. Another alumni, Eagle football player. All right, so offside, North College Hill jumped that, wanted to get pressure in there quickly. So instead, those five yards make it third and 11 for the Eagles. Two receivers left, two right. Cole drops straight back. Here's the little screen pass. Hits, aims at the 40, to the 30. He's going to get around the corner, the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Ames. Eagles go right back to it. And a 38-yard touchdown pass on the screen. Eagles go up 26 to nothing. And this one's a route early. Yeah, it was a beautiful play. That same screen was set up as they did on first down. Better executed by the offensive line. They got out and got their kickout blocks, and a beautiful run by DJ following his blockers. All right, the kick is good. Driven deep through. And so 27 nothing. 325 left in the first quarter. Looking around at this crowd, a huge number of kids on that south slope. A huge student section packed in their red, white, and blue. The band is packed out. All the way down the terraces on the left facing the field is full. Huge crowd here tonight. Fun night. It's always a good time at homecoming. Did you get on any rides? I did not. Well, you were at soccer practice. You were missing all the Yeah, yeah. I had soccer after school for about an hour and a half today. Big game tomorrow night against LaSalle, so got to keep us prepared. What time's your game? Oh, it's it's at noon, so I'll be ready for the dance, but still a big game. Got to make sure you go out. You don't want to save anything back for the dance. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk soccer in a little bit. All right. Phillips kicks. End over end, going to be caught at the 15-yard line, out to the 25, gets tripped up at the 30, taken down by Metzler, who's doing a great job on special teams tonight. So, also, Jossworth was down there as well. So, they're going to spot this ball at about the 31-yard line. Eagles take uh, – Trojans take over there. Defensively, or get, get on this drive. Um, defensively, you just want to keep it the same as you did. Get that pressure up from the defensive lineman. Don't give that quarterback a lot of time. It just, just looks like confusion from the Trojans and their offense. Um, but, yeah, they're still going to look to get something going. So, as long as we can shut them down, uh, we're going to be looking good defensively for the Eagles. All right. So, back to the line of scrimmage. We got a whistle beforehand. Trojans call timeout. They run a play, but they didn't know their coach wanted a timeout. So, 319 left in this first quarter. We're going to see a lot of young guys tonight. 
All right, so talk to me about Eagle soccer this year. How's your season been going? Um, it's, it's had its up, ups and downs. Um, Record-wise, we're at 500 right now, um, 5-5. Five and five. Like I said, big game tomorrow night against LaSalle. Um, then the next week after that, um, we have Alter, which will be a big Kettering Alter. They always bring it out a good. And then CCD coming up, which will be a, a – they're, they're predicted to uh, win the league right now. Them are seven hills, so we can play spoiler to them. But, I mean, it's had its ups and downs. Um, but I think we just got to keep playing. We just got to keep our heads up. Um, there's times where we just uh, – team that there's times where we just drop our heads. Um, but I think we got a good crew this year, uh, senior-led. Um, a majority of our senior lineup and even a couple of seniors – a majority of our lineup is seniors and then even a couple that come off the bench are seniors. So I still think the future looks bright for this season, and I'm looking forward to the second half coming up. All right, great. All right, Trojans come back out, trailing 27 to nothing. They got to just get something positive moving forward on this drive and not give the ball right back to the Eagles. Quarterback play action is going to roll to his right. He's going to keep it, and he gets dumped right past the line of scrimmage. Ames and Sanders make the play. And he will pick up about three yards when he was hit hard. Yeah, he was rolling out, but it looked almost like it was a design quarterback run just to get him off that outside. Great pursuit from um, Ben Sanders on the defensive line and then DJ to come with that clothesline tackle there. All right, back to the line. Trojans stay in. Two receivers left, two right, quarterback under center this time. Bumbles the snap, picks it up, but again, it's going to lead to him being sacked, thrown down at the 29-yard line. Matthew Rabon, the freshman, makes the tackle. And again, we did not know it during the game last week, but we talked a lot about a game-changing play where Ames comes from behind, forces the fumble on the quarterback. It was actually Matthew Rabun, the freshman, who made the recovery that turned things around for the Eagle. So great to see the young guys already making contributions. All right, back to the line of scrimmage. Quarterbacks drop straight back, looking, looking, pressure, sidesteps and throws over the middle and almost intercepted. That was off the hands. Joseph Adams pass intended for Jalen Stanford was incomplete. Wilkowski got his hands on the football, laid out, couldn't pull it in. Number 30 on the coverage. Yeah, again, you know, he couldn't get, get the interception, down. but that's all right. Still got him on a three and out. Offense is getting the ball back. DJ be great to see Bernard. a return here from Ames or Bernard to just take it to the house. All right. Jalen Denton, number Fourth and 11. Back to punt. There's a snap. Line drive punt. Going to be caught by DJ. I mean, sorry. It is by DJ at the 45 to the 50 to the 40. Stays on his feet all the way down to the 28-yard line. It was a end-over-end line drive that DJ took on the run. Makes a big play. Eagles are going to start this drive inside the Trojan 30. But, yeah, there's a flag on the play. I believe it's going to be a hold on the Eagles, so it's going to move them back. Still should be still should be pretty good field position, but it is going to uh, move the Eagles back. 
All right, so they're going to march this one off. Eagles will start this drive in their own territory. They're going to start it at the 42-yard line, so about where he caught the ball. Eagles ball, first attempt from their own 43-yard line. All right, so 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Eagles start at the 42. Two receivers to the trips to the right, single receiver left, and again, NCH jumps offside. Eagles are going to pick up five, and just like that, it'll be first and five. Yeah, it's the second time now that uh, they did it last drive to do it again. Calling the Eagles offense, go with that hard count, and the Trojans of North College Hill, they just fall for it. And a great job from our offensive line not, not moving on that hard count because um, that sometimes hurt you with that hard count. All right, Eagles drop back. They throw the little receiver screen out to Alex Bernard. To the 50, to the 45, to the 50, and 40 and spinning. He gets down to the 37-yard line. Alex at receiver these past two weeks. First time that they got a really positive play, getting him the ball in space. Yeah, that, that was a beautiful little bubble screen to Bernard. What a credit to the other wide receivers that were lined up in the trips with him. They did a great job of blocking and allowing Alex to uh, use his speed in space, which is always it's a, he's always a threat when he has space. All right, now they put him on the outside to the left. Two receivers to the left, single to the right, play action. Oh, and they threw the slant. I think that was the Herman, but it was too far out front of him. Missed him, or that would have, or Metzler, but that would have been six if he caught it. Yeah, he got the separation. There was that was a bullet throw by Fisher. It's a, maybe had a little too much on it, but still second down and ten. I would like to see maybe if Cole wants to air it out, and he air it out again because he does have a does have a great arm. All right, Eagles come back to the line. Second and ten. Two receivers left, two right. DJ aims in the backfield. Hand the ball to DJ. He's on the run all the way down to the 25-yard line. That'll be an eagle first down. Ames with a big run. Bust over the left side for a first down. Well, maybe one of the questions going into this week with all the injuries was the the CHA was our offensive line, but there they had there was a beautiful hole for DJ to run through. So that was a great play on first down. All right, back to line of scrimmage, and one more time, NCH jumped offside. Looking down on the field, I see Darian Woods down there too. Good to see Big D back. All right, so first down and five. Eagles will be at the 20-yard line. Actually, they call it 19. Under a minute now in the first quarter. Clock running, 40 seconds and counting. Back to the line. Ames moves to the left of Cole Fisher. Takes the snap, drops straight back. Looking, looking, throwing to the end zone. Over the defender. Touchdown. Cole Fisher fans. Alex Bernard makes the catch, 19-yard touchdown, 33 to nothing. Eagles up in the first quarter. That was absolutely – that was a beautiful throw by Cole Fisher. Just got it right up and over that cornerback's arm, and, and there was Alex Bernard waiting for it, Fred basket catch in the end zone for six. 
Hopefully Mike can make it seven and put us up thirty-four nothing. All right. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it's good. Thirty-four nothing with twenty-seven seconds left in the first quarter. We talked last week. Alex moving out to receiver, protecting him after the concussion. The timing looked off. You could tell he didn't have timing with his quarterback. Didn't always seem to know where he was supposed to be or where he was going. But now, two nicely executed plays. Looks like getting some work throughout the week has a whole different feel to it. Well, with anything, when you go from running back to wide receiver, going to a new position, that first time can always be iffy. But the more you practice it, the more you get the reps in, and the more you get to learn those plays that you're supposed your your new position, the better you look. And Alex is just a heck of an athlete. You can put him anywhere. Um, he's determined, um, hard will kid, always always ready to work. Um, so it's good to see him come out there and be able to be successful at that new position. All right. Mike Phillips, number 34, the ball. Phillips ready to kick it off. Love to know if you're out there listening. Homecoming night. 513-283-3385. Shoot us a text. Let us know you're listening. End over end kick. It's going to be bobbled and fumbled at the 12-15. And the Eagles are going to take him down at about the 23-yard line. 20 seconds left. This should be the end of the first quarter. One more play. Yeah, again, I'll say it again. Defensively, you just want to keep on having that success. Just not allowing North College Hill to get any momentum on their offense. Because um, even though we're up 34 nothing, you never know what it could spark for them offensively. Um, they're still looking to struggle. Uh, we, hopefully we can keep it that way, keep the pressure that we're getting, um, and just get another three and out. All right, back to the line. Quarterback under center for the Trojans. I back. Quarterback's going to keep the ball and just surge forward. Eagles stand him up after about two, three yards, turns into a rugby scrum. Now to be the last play of the first quarter. A lot of firepower by the Eagles. They've run the football for a touchdown, pass for a touchdown, and all started with a kick return for a touchdown. So Eagles 34 to nothing in a huge opening quarter of football. Well, I'm, I'm offensively for North College Hill, it, it doesn't even look like when they run it, they're not even handing it off to a running back. Um, it looks like the quarterback's just taking it and, and running it himself, and it's almost just like that kind of survival game um, with them. But for the first quarter, I mean, when you can be up 34 nothing, I mean, you can't ask for anything else, anything else from offensively, def- defensively, special teams. It's just been absolute domination by the Eagles in all three of those categories, and hopefully we can keep it up for three more, and then maybe later on get to see those young guys come in and get some reps on the varsity level. All right, speaking of alumni, I see Paris Simpson down there. I see Michael Nelson. A lot of folks coming out tonight. It's going to be good connecting with a bunch of folks. I think it's going to be an alumni talkathon in the second half as the Eagles run away with this one. All right. Second quarter begins. Second and seven on the 26-yard line for the Trojans. 
Eagles, if you're just joining us, leading 34-0 at the end of one. All right, here come the Trojans. Back out onto the field. Again, you look over to that Trojan team, you only have about three, four guys left on the sideline when they get their 11 out there. Different from some of those powerhouse Trojan teams of the past. We've often talked about this. used to be one of the toughest games on the Eagles' schedule every year where you thought you were going to get punched in the mouth. They're going to try to run around left side, and he gets stopped. He fumbles the football, stays on his feet, Play went backwards, ended up about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage, fumbled, picked up and run forward for another five. Colby Tony makes the tackle, but still a loss of about five on the play. Yeah, that was another beautiful play defensively. Um, the ball was handed off, and that running back, he had nowhere to go. Great pursuit from the, or great pressure from the D line, and great pursuit from the linebackers. All right, back to the line, quarterback in the pistol. He's going to throw out to his receiver who gets hit, and the ball comes loose. They're going to call it an incomplete pass. It's going to bring up a fourth down and about 13 at the 20-yard line, and they're going to have to punt the football away. Robert Dotson was in on the coverage, breaks that play up, gets to the receiver. The pass was low, but right as it hit his hand, Dotson breaks it up. 14 yards to go for North College Hill first from the 19-yard line. All right. Trojans are trying to get enough guys on the field. Eagles are not in punt formation. I'm not sure what's going on here. Fourth and 14. Clock's been stopped. Now I think NCH is going to call a timeout. It's a lot of confusion on their side of the ball. Once again, remember, after the game, fireworks tonight, after the game. If you're in the area and you're not out to the game yet, and you're thinking, why would I come? It's a runaway. Eagles are going to win. It's for the fireworks. Eagles put on some of the best homecoming shows we've ever seen. So you want to be here for that. It's always a great time. So a big fireworks show immediately after the game always makes for a fun event. So we'll get down on the field, try to interview our Coleman player of the game, and uh, we'll try to do that before they shut the lights out on us. Now the Eagles, uh, sorry, Trojans punt formation. Eagles have their returners. Bernard and Ames back at their own at uh, 48. And Alvarez short kicks and about to the 37. He's going to get behind the two returners. He's going to roll all the way down the to the Eagle 46. So Eagles are going to start again on their side of the 50. It's going to be first and 10 at the 44. Yeah, it looks like on that. Alex just didn't want to have anything to do with it, which with it, which was smart because that ball looked like it was just short. A lot of Trojans were collapsing to it, so it was good to just let it go. Um, starting on your own 44, still another drive where the Eagles are starting with great field position. Um, it's just keep that rhythm up, keep that momentum up offensively. 
and let's get Fisher getting that offense going again. All right, back to the line. Trips to the right. They're going to hand this ball off to Alex right at the middle. Alex jukes his way all the way down to the 45. And that might be the first time we saw Alex really looking like Alex out of the backfield since that injury. And that, 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 is, that is a great thing to see if you're the Eagles because you love what he can do if it's catching the football, or, down, especially running the football. First. Just to follow the blockers, juke the linebackers, the or any other team. Being him in the backfield is a very great Stanley. thing to see if you're an Eagles fan. All right, back to the line. Trips right. Julian, his tight end, is going to be on the left side. They're going to play action. Now Cole's dropping back. He's trying to get away from the defender all the way back at the 40. He's running away from him. Now he's going to get all the way around the corner. He's looking, throws on the run, and caught on a beautiful side run catch all the way across the field. I think it's Sockhill at the first down marker. But they're going to call a penalty against the Eagles and bring this back. I didn't see what they called. Maybe a hold. Cole went from the left side of the field all the way across to the right. Makes a great throw, a great tippy-toe catch on the sideline for Ian. Sockhill, but it's going to all come back. So the Eagles have it now all the way back at their 36. So this is this is going to be first and 28 for the Eagles at the 37. Trips left, single receiver right. They're going to hand the ball off to Alex. Going to get it out to about the 41, pick up about four. Yeah, on that back to that holding play. Yes, you had the hold, but that was still a great play by Cole Fisher getting out and a great toe tapping catch by Sockhill. Um, but a solid run there. Um, second, second and 24. Probably gonna see Cole's arm here. All right, trips left, single receiver right. Alex to the left of Cole. Cole drops back now, rolling to his left, looking, looking, throws open receiver. He's got Metzler at the 40, stays on his feet down to the 35, hands the ball off to Ian Sockhill, who's going to run away with it. Touchdown, Ian, on a little backyard football. Coaches are laughing up on top here. Ian runs it in from about the 30, and the Eagles go up 40 to nothing with 9.22 left. They could not take Metzler down. He kept dragging guys. They wrapped him up. So Ian standing right next to him, hands him the ball. Ian sprints the last 28 yards for the touchdown. I'll tell you one thing. That's definitely not in the playbook. That is just that is just heads-up thinking by DJ. The, the, the tackler for North College Hill just had him wrapped up. He wasn't bringing him down. He saw Sawkill behind him. He said, here. I'll give you the ball and go. That is just a beautiful heads-up play by DJ. And another great drive for the Eagles. We saw that play previously this year with the Ames brothers going to backyard football when DJ was all tied up, handed off to Colin. So 
That's two weeks we've seen that. Maybe the Eagles are working on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the Eagles go up 41 to nothing. 9.22 left in the first half. All inclinations, we're going to have a running clock the second half. For people who appreciate CHCA lore and football history, Coach Cliff Hearn, who still is working around the school, part of the community, he was wearing an original Eagles jersey, the old purple and green. It was great to see that around the building. I keep saying we need to get a set of the original jerseys in one of these years for homecoming, bring back that original football team and have a throwback night where the Eagles players are wearing those original uniforms. I know I got alumni out there listening. I know I got alumni dads. Let's start talking and figure out how to make that happen. Bring back that first Eagle football team which started this amazing tradition through a lot of hard work, through a lot of punishing games those first years. But, again, only one losing season. This team rose to greatness quickly. It would be great to honor that first group with throwback jerseys. All right, kick off. Back to the eight-yard line. It's picked up. Going to be out to the 25. Still on feet past the 30. Going to get taken down at the 33. The Trojans will start their next drive there with 9-14 left in the first half. When you see an Eagles team like this tonight against a College Hill team, and we remember back what it used to be like against College Hill, it is a powerful reminder of the sacrifices those early players made to set a foundation, set a legacy that turned into what we expect week in and week out from Eagle football now. Getting to do these games with Joe Ashbrook, Leland, Fetcher, a few years later, Chaxfield, those guys set set the course that this program took. Hands off to Joseph Adams, number Adams seven, who for North College Hill. Actually, Adams is going to keep it. He's going to pick up about three on first down. Yeah, it looks like another type of read option play going with the quarterback run. But, again, a beautiful pursuit by the defensive line and our linebackers. And they got three, but that's, that's basically all North College Hill has been getting tonight. But here's second and seven. Let's see what they can do. And hopefully we can hold them defensively. All right, second down. Time to get hand the ball off around the right side. Gets the corner to the 40 and drill down there. Was, was wrapped up by Jossworth, but then I didn't see who finished him off. It's going to bring up a Mike Phillips finished him off. Draggy's in there as well. Rabon, all the young guys. All right. 30 to yard. See if Trojans get their first first down here. I mean, Why North College Hill's been doing it all night. Eagles, I would expect it. It's going to be some type of run, and I'm guessing it's probably going to be with their quarterback, maybe some type of read option, or he just gets the snap and takes it himself. All right, from the shotgun, and well called. Quarterback's going to try to go left. 
Eagles string it out, but he's going to get the corner to the 50. He's going to go out of bounds. Eagles side of the field, probably about the 49 or 48. No, they're going to mark it at the 50. So he'll move the chain. College Hill picks up its first first down. That, as much as things defensively, um, they've been playing well all night. Um, that's just it, it was a great run by the quarterback. Took it himself, tried to go up the middle, and then was just able to get that outside line for the first down. But still... North College Hill still only on the 50-yard line. Um, defense just got to keep their heads up and get them off the field here on another three. All right. They're going to go in the pistol formation this time. Quarterback play option. Tries to go himself, but he slips and falls as he tries to cut up field. It's going to be a loss of one. Colby Tony will get credit for the easiest sack of his life. Mike Phillips in there as well. Colby Tony, 34, number 55. All right. On the tackle, second down, 11 yards to go. Second down and 11 for North College Hill. They're going to go two receivers to the right, two to the left. Quarterback in the pistol, he drops straight back, looking. Now he's going to roll to his right, looking. He throws the ball, and that was closer to be being picked off than caught. That was Adam Bauer out there. Made a break on that play. He comes up, though, a little dinged, holding his wrist. I don't know if he jammed his wrist when he hit the ground. He's going to bring up third and 11. Yeah, on that play action play, even though or the rollout, even though the quarterback was rolling out, I still think he still wanted to run, and it was a great pursuit by our linebackers to say, "Hey, you're not running the football; we're forcing you to throw it." And that's exactly what happened, and another incompletion um, for the Trojans. And now they get another third down and long, which is what you like to see defensively for the Eagles. All right, back to the line of scrimmage again. Pistol formation: two receivers left, two right. Quarterback drops back. Pressure coming. Grabbed in the backfield, and he throws the ball back over his head to get rid of it. Could have been called a fumble, but they're calling it incomplete pass. It's going to be fourth down and 11. They're going to punt the ball again. I, was, I mean, that was another great play defensively by the Eagles. Um, ben Sanders and another, and all the defensive linemen were able to get in there and force Alex pressure Bernard, on the quarterback, DK, and it's another fourth punt. down coming up with a punt for the Trojans. Jaden All right, Hunter standing back in his 37. Eagles are at the 30, a 25, end over end punt. It's going to be caught under pressure by, I think it's DJ Ames. Shows some bravery on that one. Takes it up to about the 37-yard line. First and 10 for the Eagles with 642 left. Well, again, offensively. You're rolling. 41 nothing. You're rolling if you're the Eagles offensively. You want to keep it up. Maybe some young guys get in there. Looks like a couple of new guys, freshmen, coming into the huddle. So get some new guys some reps here and see how the offense looks with the new guys coming in. All right, let's see if we have any major changes on offense here. I think Colin Ames is coming in as quarterback. And in the backfield, do we have Keyshawn Walker back there? 
Keyshawn Walker, whose first touch from scrimmage a couple weeks ago went 50 yards. Also, Morgan Sakai. And on the first play, the jet sweep. Morgan Sakai takes it about three, four yards on the jet sweep. It's going to bring up second and six. Morgan yeah, that was a great, that was a great play. Didn't get, didn't, wasn't able to get fully up that outside, but Morgan a great run by Morgan. And now getting those freshmen, young guys in there. Let's see what the offense can do. Looks good on first down. All right. Back to the line. Shotgun. Ames drops back. He throws. Was intended for. Got a lot of new guys. Was intended for Draggy, but a little high and wide. Couldn't bring that down. It's going to bring up a third down and six. Yeah, it, it was a great play, a little comeback to Draggy, but just a little overthrown by Colin. Um, third, third and six coming up for the Eagles. Like to see Colin's arm again, just like Colin, he can throw the football. So Jostworth in at receiver now. Draggy's in there as well. Colin's going to keep it himself, stays on his feet. A great run. He'll pick up the first down. He's going to get out to the 47-yard line. Gain of about eight. That's going to make a first down and a six move. That was a great run. It was just a simple quarterback draw. Snap to Colin. What a run. Great blocking by the offensive line. And a first down for the Eagles, and we'll move it. All right. Back to the line of scrimmage. Keyshawn in the backfield. He gets the ball handed off. And he's going to move the pile. You always like when you see a freshman move the pile five yards when he gets hit at the line of scrimmage. One word to describe that is explosive. That was an explosive run. A lot of Trojans started to come, come, come to tackle him after one or two yards. But then he carried it out to get about four. So there's a great explosive run, and that's a freshman running the football. If you were here two weeks ago, first Varsity touch ever for Keyshawn. He broke for a 50-yard touchdown. They hand it to him again. And again, explosive run. Carries a defender on his back. That reminds me of Keyshawn Gamble, that play right there. And he's going to pick up another first down with a gain of about seven. Yeah, that was, that was just that was another run where he just had his head down, using his speed. One guy touched him. He said, no, I'm going to keep going. And another first down coming up for the Eagles. And they're continuing to moving this young offense down there, and it looks solid. All right. Jet sweep to Morgan. He gets her on the corner to the 40, to the 35, to the 30. And what a move by Morgan Sakai. Looked like he was going to be stopped, put a move, and picks up another five, six yards. Well, it was the same jet sweep to him that they had on the earlier play this drive. The difference was he was able to get the outside this time, and there was a beautiful two move in space, and then get another first down coming up for the Eagles' offense. All right, great to see freshmen getting some serious play time, homecoming in the first half. All right, back to the line. I want the ball in Keyshawn's hands again. This time, Colin is going to keep the ball himself. He's going to split two defenders, puts his head down, takes the ball down to the 24-yard line. 
That's going to be a second down and a short seven. Yeah, that was another simple QB, QB draw with Colin. It seems like the offensive, the play call, they like that with him, and he's very successful at that with the line. Second down and seven, second down and manageable for this offense. All right, two receivers to the left, two receivers right. Keyshawn to the left of Colin. They're going to run the jet sweep again. And I think it's Morgan again, this time down to the 19, which is going to bring up a third down in a short two. Third down, two yards to go for a Cincinnati Hill first from the North College Hill 19-yard line. All right. Hand the ball off. Oh, no. Colin keeps it himself. Got the first down. And so this drive is rolling. All right, I'm handing it off to my colleague, Joel, who's going to take you the rest of this half. I got to go greet the court. So off to Joel Sauve. He'll take you the rest of the way. What do you want me to do for Okay, so you see if you can fix the Okay. Okay, all right. All right, thank you. All right. So, first down, Colin Ames. He's going to keep it. Colin Ames is going to keep it. He's going to go straight up the middle. And he's going to get to about the six-yard line. Looks about five or six. Another QB draw. Eagles play calling. Loving that with Colin Ames. A bigger boy, a bigger guy for a freshman. Um, so, he's got that size that you like. Um, for a quarterback if you're wanting him to run the football. Second down and two coming up for the Eagles. 2.20 left on the clock. Going to have two to, two left, two to the right. Keyshawn to the left of Collins. Going to take in the gun. He's going to hand it off to Keyshawn. He's got a nice little hole, and he's in for six. Keyshawn Walker. Touchdown, Keyshawn Walker. Touchdown, Eagles. Another explosive run by the freshman. And another touchdown for the Eagles. That's going to make it 47 nothing with 2.09 to go in the first half. Keyshawn looked to be a little banged up on the play, but he walks off, high-fives his lineman, and he looks good to go. Beautiful stuff from the Eagles in this first half, just absolutely dominating. Even the young guys coming in um, hasn't let up. Mike Phillips, number 34 now for the PAC. Pulled by Metzler is good, and the kick is up, and it is good. Jack Lyle in for the loss. Jack Lyle on the snap. Metzler, Metzler on the hold. Phillips for the kick. It's good. 48 nothing. Eagles leading with 209. Nine seconds left to play in the first half. And the Trojans are trailing the Eagles 48 nothing. We do have fireworks. Another reminder for those of you that who are not at the game and, and deciding, well, should I come? Enjoy. You should, because we do have fireworks coming later. And I, myself as a student who's a senior at the school, who's seen them three times and now a fourth tonight. They are spectacular, and there's something that you don't want to miss. Deep to receive the kick. Our number seven, Joseph Adams. 
Number three, Jalen. Mike Phelps brings the <laughs> brings the troops back out there, and he's ready to kick off for the Eagles. Thirty-four, Mike Phillips, number thirty-four of Cincinnati Hill. Tees the ball up at the forty-yard line and gets ready to kick off. Looks like three Trojans back there on the back line to receive. Beautiful kick from Phillips. He's going to land around the ten-yard line. Catch cleanly. That's going to be run. It's going to be, field, it's going to be ran out to around the 26-yard line. Ball is fielded at the 10, so it looks about 16 yards on 16 yards on the return. Tackled by Metzler on the kickoff, and the Trojans are going to take over now. It looks like around the 25, 26-yard line, they'll get a first down at 10. Ball is actually spotted on the 25-yard line. First and ten now for the Trojans. It's going to be two to the right, two to the left. It's going to be a handoff to the running back for the Trojans, and he's going to have nowhere to go as Jack Wolkowski and company on a great pursuit are going to tackle tackle the running back in the, back, in the backfield for a loss. Looks like it's going to be a second down and 12 coming up for the Trojans. Loss of two brings up second down and 12 from the 23-yard line. Trojans come back up. Same look to the left, to the right, running back exactly behind the quarterback. Going to take the snap. It looks like a play action. He's going to roll out to the left. He's going to find a hole, but then he's going to be met by the swarm of Eagles. He's going to gain that two back, lost on first down, and a Maybe one more. So it looks like a third down and ten, third down and nine, possibly coming up for the Trojans. Pierce Kennemer, number 25, on the tackle for the Eagles. So it looks another third down and nine, and another third down and long for the Eagles coming up. Or another third down and nine for the Trojans coming up, excuse me. And it looks like that's uh, good for the Eagles. That's exactly what you want. You want to put the Trojans in a situation where they have to throw the football. Um, because that's something that they have not been able to do tonight. It's going to be a pitch out to the running back here. He's going to get maybe one or two, but that's going to be it. And it's going to go ahead and be bring up another fourth down for the Trojans. And that might just do it, and that just might just take it's us to halftime. As now it's 20 seconds and 20, 20 seconds and ticking. Here on the clock. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the first and half. That is going to bring us to the end of the first half. Your score, Eagles 48, Trojans nothing. An absolutely dominating first half by the Eagles. Offensively, defensively, special time, special teams, excuse me, and by the young guys and by the seniors and the young guys as well. It's been a great atmosphere tonight. A lot of students have come out in the student section and they're making a bunch of noise. And um, we know that all the football players appreciate that and Coach Mueller appreciates that himself as well. Um USA theme tonight here. All all the students checked out in their red, white and blue. Great to see them out there. A lot of alumni coming out tonight. 
that's all good. That's always good to see them. I'm back in their all all the Well, if you guys didn't know, it is homecoming week here at CHGA, and it's been an absolute blast. Started with, basically started on Monday, um, where the students had to dress up as nerds um, for our spirit points. And those spirit points um, will go to a day off later in the year. Um, the, the grade that has the most spirit points will win a day off of school. And myself as a senior... And all my other fellow seniors will say this year we're not losing because our first three years we haven't lost at all. Um, we haven't lost a spirit competition um, for the time that we've been in the high school. So it's always a fun atmosphere this week with, with homecoming. Uh, we're getting ready to do the homecoming court for the homecoming king and queen and the homecoming winners of each grade. alumni tonight as we saw a lot of familiar faces I know I saw a lot of soccer guys that I saw that I played with last season always good to see them again again catch up with them see how they're doing in college so now they're just announcing the um, places after this spirit week freshmen are in last the juniors are in third the sophomores are in second which means, folks, your seniors are currently in first place right now for the spirit competition. And like I said, you can ask myself or any of our fellow seniors, we take the spirit competition very, very seriously, and we won Monday of Nerd Day. The seniors again on Tuesday will take first place for Meme Day. Fourth place goes to the freshman. Freshmen again come in last on Wednesday. Sophomores in third. The juniors come in second again, folks. And again, for the third time this week, the seniors went again. Freshmen in fourth again for Thursday's dress-up. Sophomores in third again. Juniors in second again. Seniors again in first place for Beach Day on Thursday. So today, for Christmas in October that we had to dress up for. Fourth place goes to sophomores. Third place goes to the seniors. Wow. Seniors in third. Fourth place goes to the first place goes to the first 
And the freshman will win Friday. Job, That's a big surprise. Well, here are your, here are your current standings. So the freshman will be in last right now. The juniors will be in third. Wow. The seniors are in first right now for the spirit competition. And the sophomores are trailing us by 12 as they only have 19 and we have 31. As a lot of the seniors now in the student section are shouting senior season. Um, because like I said, we take the competition very seriously and want to carry the sweep and go 4-0. John and Tia. Leslie, Lexi is escorted by Colin Ames, son of Jody and Tracy Ames. Lexi enjoys playing soccer and plays the Cincinnati Hills varsity girls team. She also enjoys playing lacrosse. Lexi loves spending time with her family, her friends, and her dog, Batman. Colin is new to Cincinnati Jones this year. He plays football and baseball. In his free time, he loves hanging out with his brother, Carson Miller, and Carson Miller. His brother, Dan, is number one on the field and number one in his heart. Ryan and Crichton. Daughter of Jason, my best crisis. Brianna is escorted by Jason Legault, son of Dennis and Kelly Legault. Brianna plays both soccer and lacrosse for Cincinnati Hills. Brianna has been a CHC at Cincinnati Hills for 10 years and enjoys meeting new people and making friends. Jason loves to spend All right, folks, and then as they introduce the, the nominee for the homecoming court, I'll update you on scores from around uh, the tri-state area uh, for high school football tonight. Daughter of Todd is Heather Wilkowski. Molly is escorted by Jeremy McSwain, son of Jason and Natalie McSwain. Molly also plays both soccer and lacrosse at Cincinnati Hills. So a big game tonight in Division One as St. X is playing Elder. St. X is currently trailing Elder 17-14 to in the third quarter. Madeira is all over Reading at halftime, 42 to nothing, similar to this game. A fellow league game going on tonight between St. Bernard and New Miami, excuse me, has New Miami, New Miami, um, over St. Bernard, 19 nothing, and that is also at halftime. David is a member of both the varsity golf and lacrosse team. He also participates in Young Life and enjoys spending time with his friends and family. Any luck? And another big league game that a lot of Eagles fans would like to hear is the Summit. Is Summit versus Norwood. Summit is sadly up on Norwood, 17-7, um, and that is also at halftime. And plays club ball for elevation. She, too, is involved in Young Life. This is Keegan's second year at Cincinnati Hills. Wyoming playing Deer Park tonight is, is beating Deer Park 21-7 to at half. Um, Wyoming was an opponent earlier for the Eagles this season, um, who we sadly did fall to. Um, but that Wyoming program, they do have a good-looking program this year. At Dewey Eagles, um, but we just fell short in the end. He sings the Cincinnati Hills show choir encore. Her favorite movie is The Fault of Our Stars favorite song is Apologize. Matthew is the student body treasurer. He plays the trumpet in EJO and is a member of Cincinnati Hills basketball team. 
They also serve the Vineyard Student Union on Sundays. This year's junior class nominees are Brooklyn Dobine, daughter of Steve and Rachel Dobine. Brooklyn is escorted by Jacob Chowdhury, son of Rigmon and Amy Chowdhury. Brooklyn has shown horses for the past eight years and has played lacrosse for two years. She is a fanatic about country music. She enjoys spending time with family and friends. She also enjoys various SOS group because she loves the opportunity. A great environment tonight, like I said, as we continue with the homecoming night, as they continue to announce the homecoming court, as now we're introducing the junior class. I will have the winners from the freshman, sophomore, and junior class, and then your king and queen um, announce when they announce that here in a little bit. Um, but while they do that, and hopes to study automobile mechanics in college. Some good football games that you fans, if you're looking for a time to where you want to sit down, relax, put your feet up tomorrow, um, I can update you with some good football games that you might want to watch tomorrow night. A first, a first good game that will start at noon will be between the West Virginia Mountaineers and Texas Tech. Both those teams that ranked, it's going to be 25 Texas Tech playing at number 12, West Virginia. Jack plays golf and basketball at Cincinnati Hills. He is an SOS leader for Stewart Carnival. And is a Notre Dame is going to be playing Stanford. And a shout-out to the Simon brothers um, who are here tonight, actually, at the game. Big Notre Dame fans. I know they'll be watching that game tomorrow. That's an eight-versus-seven matchup. Number eight team in the number eight team in the nation, Notre Dame, playing number seven, Stanford. That will be at 7.30 on ABC, uh, excuse me, NBC tomorrow night. If you want to go ahead and watch that. And then the game of the night that I know a lot of Ohio State fans will be wanting to watch. And that's Ohio State versus Penn State tomorrow night. The big game at 8 on ABC. Rachel Miller, daughter of Pete and Christine Miller. Rachel is escorted by Austin. So those, so those, are, your, so those are your big games on dock for tomorrow for your college football fans. Rachel Miller. As we, can, as we continue... As we continue to announce our homecoming court nominees, as now it's going into the senior class, as the first no, as the first nominees are Austin Arthur's and Rachel Miller. We love spending time with his friends. He also volunteers for multiple service projects. Is looking forward to his best year at Cincinnati Hills. And next up, we'll have Elena Rempe and Dylan Uten, another nomination for the senior class. As the student section gives a big shout-out to Uten, as, they, as, as his nickname is. Elena is a member of NHS. She is a peer advisor and a global ambassador. Elena enjoys being a part of Encore and has enjoyed performing in many CHCA's, many of the CHCA theater productions. Elena also loves being part of the Parents' Night Out at SOS Group. Dylan is a member of NHS and has participated in Magnified Giving, a student philanthropy program. He has been on the golf team, the basketball team, and a four-year player on the baseball team. He also plays summer travel baseball. Dylan has been to Nashville on a mission trip and served with several SOS groups. And now, and now for your final senior 
nominees for homecoming king and queen as as ryan solomon and lucas rotello now just in a few moments we'll get you the results of your winners of the homecoming court from the freshman sophomore junior and senior class lucas plays golf and baseball for cincinnati hills he attends antioch church in the ymca he loves to film and make art he has been attending caca since his freshman year his favorite quote is by a man named Gary Westbrook. Everyone, everyone wants happiness. No one wants rain, but you can't have a rainbow without a little rain. Gary has inspired Lucas to be a loving person, to let his smile change the world and not let the world change his smile. Returning this year, the crown this year's king and queen is Julian Colado and Keegan Zimmerman. All right, and it's good, like I said, to have the to have alumni come back at any time this season or any time of the year, especially tonight, as we have Juliana or Julie, or Jules Colado and Keegan Zimmerman coming back tonight to to give their crown their king their kingship and queenship away to this year's seniors class and we just thank them for coming back tonight as with all our alumni it's always good to have them back and to catch up and see how they're going uh, see how they're doing in college all righty so the winners from the freshman class for the homecoming court are Lexi Adams and Jeremy McSwain. I know I saw Jason McSwain, who's an alumni, um, and that's his younger brother out there. The winners from the sophomore class is Annie Lockett and Hayden Gilkinson. The junior representatives to court are Brooklyn Dobines and Jack Sonny. And the winners and the winners from the junior class is Brooklyn Dobines and Jack Sonny. And now for your homecoming and king and queen from the seniors. And your homecoming and your homecoming court queen and king for the senior class is Austin Arthurs and Elena Rempe. That was a well-liked vote, if I would say so myself, um, from our senior class. We really wanted them to win. Glad to see it. Congratulations to everyone. Thank you, Keegan and Jules, for coming back to give them the crown and to give them both their crowns. And just a great atmosphere tonight. So we're now about four and a half minutes away from the second half kicking off. I'm going to assume that it's going to be a lot of underclassmen, a lot of your JV guys now in, or not JV, but just your underclassmen guys are now going to be coming in for the Eagles. So to get, And it's always good to see them get reps, get them that experience um, that they'll need in the coming years when they fulfill those starting positions when the seniors leave.
Again, a great, great crowd tonight, great student section. A lot of the younger kids out there running around the grass field. Always um, a great thing to see if you're an Eagle fan. This is the environment. Everyone coming out on the Friday night home game, football game. Um, just, it's always, always a great thing to see with our football program. It's been a legacy, this football program. And we, and everyone is thankful for every person on that has sacrificed their time Another and, one looks and, like a and everything SCBC to help build this program and make it grow and build it into what it is today and then continue to make it and grow it and build it into the future. All right, so about two minutes left of halftime. So we'll be getting underway shortly for the second half. As that was a great homecoming court nomination that we had. And now Dr. Nick is back to update us on how that was. How was it down there on the field? A lot of excitement, a lot of excitement, and great to see Zimmerman and Jules Collado back, king and queen, to be able to crown the next king and queen so that was very exciting so we are going to have a lot of fun here in the second half there might not be a lot of uh drama around the football game the second half but we're gonna we're gonna get you caught up with a whole bunch of alumni so, as the teams come back to the field, I have the good pleasure of being joined by a CHCA alum who is often seen as a child of CHCA because everyone remembers her from the time she really was just a baby. Uh, I have with me tonight a real broadcaster, <laughs> Meredith Stutt is joining me up in the booth. Meredith, it is so fun to have you up here. And please don't critique me. No, thank you, Dr. Nick. It is so good to be here. It's good to be home. Happy homecoming to everyone. And I think you're doing a mighty fine job as a broadcaster yourself. So tell people a little bit about your journey from the day you left CHCA. Some of us kept up step by step. But let people know kind of what you're doing, where your career has led you. So I graduated from CHCA in 2012, and then I attended University at Elon, which is in central North Carolina, between Greensboro and Raleigh. So I studied broadcast journalism and entrepreneurship. Uh, during my time in college, I was really involved with different organizations, and I uh, was involved with InterVarsity as a tour guide, uh, but my big focus was broadcasting. So I did several internships, two in Cincinnati, one in New York. And then when I graduated in 2016, I started my professional career as a reporter, as a journalist, in Savannah. So I worked for the NBC affiliate there, was there for two years, uh, covered a wider range of stories, met a whole lot of people from all spectrums and walks of life, 
even if they were able to walk themselves. Some people aren't able to walk. So getting to tell their stories and let their voices be heard when they might be silenced by other people or overlooked or judged, giving people a chance to let them speak um, is really my life calling. Um, the verse that I try to lead my life with professionally is out of Proverbs 31. Before it talks about the traits of a godly woman, it talks about how we should give a voice to the voiceless, speak up for those who are down and out, um, and then take care of people who are destitute and be a help for others. That's not only a good being a good human, but it's literally what God calls us to be, and it's beautifully said in the Proverbs. Uh, that's what I've been doing. And then in August, I moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where I'm now a reporter for the NBC affiliate there called WXII. And uh, I have the privilege of telling the stories of the triad, which is Winston-Salem, Greensboro, and High Point. And very cool circle of life moment. My roommate is one of my very best friends from CHCA all the way back to kindergarten, Elizabeth Ottenjohn. So we're now roommates. That is fun. So from the very beginning around CHCA, first time, it, if it hadn't hit people already, is when you were Peter Pan. <laughs> Was that moment of she's, she's going to be in the spotlight. That, that, it, it started there. You you've had some big moments just following you online, covering storms. You end up down in the Carolinas again. Another hurricane comes. Yeah. Talk about some of the big stories that you've been able to be a part of. Yeah, I think something that for the big stories that people listening might be aware of. Um, sadly, certainly sometimes the biggest stories are the sad stories. So, Hurricane Matthew in 2016. So I had just started my professional career in July, and then. Um, I, I like to call them three hurricanes within the first three months. So we had uh, Hurricane slash Tropical Storm Ramin, Hurricane Matthew, and the presidential election, all in three months. So it was quite literally baptism by hurricane. Um, so I was stationed and embedded in South Carolina on the border. If people are listening, they often go to Hilton Head, and that's Beaufort County. So I was embedded um, there with first responders. So I was gone from my house for five nights, some nights because I was based other places, some nights I couldn't physically get home because of evacuation orders, trees down in highways, flooded roadways. It's real, very real. In the Midwest, we deal with hurricanes. Down there, there's tornadoes, and here we deal with hurricanes that produce tornadoes. So it's very real. Um, I also, before I left, uh, tragically, I was a part of the coverage of the nine Puerto Rican airmen whose plane went down outside of Savannah. Um, that was horrible. They're, they took off and sadly crashed, um, killing all nine Puerto Rican airmen on board. So that added to a continued tragic story of the island and people of Puerto Rico, and Americans who live in Puerto Rico. Uh, so that was huge. Um, and then since I've been in North Carolina, even just in a month, uh, we've covered, uh, I was in uh, the southeastern part of North Carolina last week covering Hurricane Florence. Um, being telling the stories of people who might not make the headlines. Um, but I think that's certainly, certainly something that I've professionally grown and personally grown is that sometimes we're so focused on getting to the end goal and getting to the big thing that you miss that there are a lot of things along the way who those people had their stories should be told as well. And for them, George that Atlanta. is their headline. Like they are their own yeah. headline. So recognizing that everyone has a story. And, and just because something is the biggest story in the country doesn't mean that that's someone's biggest story in their life being sensitive to what everybody's Jackson going through. All right, we just kicked off. Jackson Rabon kicking off from our right to our left. Uh, 
Wyatt Draghi makes the tackle. The ball's down at the 30. Uh, North College Hill will start their drive there with a running clock. So talk to me a little bit about the things, the things that shape us and make us. As someone who is, I mean, you're truly a product of CHA. What are the things that stick out that you say, as you look back, sometimes you don't see them as they're happening, as you look back, what were the shaping, forming things about this place that God was using to make you into who you are now? Um, I think it started, you know, even in kindergarten. So I'm what they call a lifer. Uh, my family actually was among the founding families of CHCA. So CHCA is my family. Um, there, I have other people, like I have family all over the country, but in terms of the folks who really raised me, was right here um, at the corner of, you know, Snyder and Kemper. So that's, that's my family. And I think uh, the big thing that shaped my life, you know, while I was at CHDA was the passing of my dad in 2005, um, ironically, in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. So those were the, the people who came alongside my mom and I. Um, remarkable testimony of what the gospel says is true religion. Uh, the reason that I'm home, actually, is because of the passing of Mike Ellison, um, who was a father figure to me after my dad died. Uh, he didn't have to be, and there's another gentleman who is as well. And they both have families and are both grandfathers. But it says in James 127 that true religion is looking after the fatherless and widows and being keeping oneself polluted from the world. So, um that aspect of people coming alongside each other, shaping each other, realizing that the world in the kingdom of God is beyond your perspective and to have a biblically sound life and have um, students and teachers that become like family and those crazy aunts and uncles that are my CHCA teachers. Uh, they are wonderful advocates of the kingdom of God and always pressing me to learn, lead, and serve. Thanks, Meredith. Going on in the game here, first snap was fumbled. Another uh... – Problem handling the ball for NCH. And then after a short run, tried to go deep, but ball hung up in the air, dropped incomplete. So NCH on another three and out is going to be punting away. One more before you leave. When you look at back at CHCA, there's a lot of things that happen in high school that you get together with friends. And it still makes you laugh. (laughs) What's one of your favorite funny or off-the-wall things that happened when you were at CHCA? You keep playing by play. I got to think about that. Hold on. All right. Punt, line drive. It's going to be taken on a bounce. Note, Ames is going to get out of the way. Ball's going to roll inside the 35. They're going to down it at the 34. And the Eagles will take over there. Ball first and 10 from there. First and 10 at the 34. And it's going to be Colin Ames coming back out at quarterback. Clock stops 851. Only on change of possessions does the clock stop. I got some memories. All right, let's hear it. Um, certainly in middle school, Peter Pan was such a fun experience getting to fly. I still remember this man who sword trained me, real swords. His name was Jonathan Jolly, and he wore a kilt. So he taught Ben Scott, who was Captain Hook, sword training. That was phenomenal as an eighth grader. Um, in high school, I did a J term and was able to go to Kenya um, and do a musical mission trip there, which was life-altering as a world perspective, as a Christ follower and also a human, getting outside of the bubble of Southwest Ohio was 
phenomenally life-changing, and I'm forever grateful to CHCA to have a vision that, you know, God's kingdom, that we go. We start in Cincinnati and reach as possible to start in Jerusalem, but to go elsewhere. But when we came back, um, I was with, we got stuck in Chicago because of snow, and we were stuck for probably seven hours. And, you know, God bless the staff that had to deal with high schoolers for seven hours in O'Hare Airport. And so we decided to pass the time by getting on the um, moving sidewalk. And the boys just had such a time just messing with people in the moving sidewalk. That was hysterical. And then in 12th grade English class, we read a poem about, I just recalled what Mr. Carter today about this. And he said he's never done it with another class, so feel special about it. The, the, the poem recited, fall leaves fall, die flowers away. And so Mr. Carter encouraged all of his students to bring in bags of leaves. And so he brought in bags of leaves upstairs to his classroom, dumped them all in the middle of his classroom floor, made a huge mound of leaves, and we jumped into the leaf pile. Now, it was such a silly thing, but it was such a CHCA moment, uh, that intimacy of teachers knowing students well, having a small class size to pull that off, and students being so excited to do something like that that brought words on a textbook to life. It was amazing. I love it. Well, Meredith, thanks for spending some time with us. Great to have you back in town. Always great to see you. We're going to keep following you down in the Carolinas. Thank you very much. Happy homecoming, everybody, and go Eagles. All right, so the Eagles are going to have a three three and out, and they're going to end up having to punt this ball away. And so out to punt. Colin Ames, number six, comes in for the punt. Colin Ames is going to do the punting. There's the snap. Big rush, short punt. That one's only going to go about 10 yards at best. It's going to go out of bounds. Trojans take over at the 45-yard line. Ball goes out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Trojans ball. First I'm now joined by the football crew. I have Whitman, Carnes, Vanatsky. Welcome to the booth, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Good to be here. Good to be back. All right, so first off, what's it like standing down on the sideline but not having uniforms on? Looks a lot smaller. <laughs> oh, no. no. It's weird. It's weird growing up playing CHA football and then finally not having pads on. It, you never think you'd get to the day, but it's kind of weird. I, and uh, I think me and Danny came back for the Holy Cross game, and I walk in the locker room, and I, I was like, Danny, I don't remember being taller than the lockers. It's just, It just feels weird being back, but it's a good weird just because it's – you remember all the good things you did here, but it's also, like, bittersweet in a way. So. We talked about you guys a lot. I mean, you guys left a lot of great memories on the field. When you think back of all those years, what are some of the highlight moments for you that you remember happening here at CHCA on the field? My favorite didn't happen here, but when we beat Indian Hill at Indian Hill in a rainy game without being able to throw the ball and we still pulled it out as a team, was a really fun win. I think it's a really good team. I think same for me there. Honestly, after the game, when Coach Mess was just kind of kind of just said thank you for the win, I don't know, it just kind of stuck with all of us pretty hard that, you know, it was a hard-fought win. And also um, having to pick first pick in my – career, I don't know, on senior yeah, night, yeah, right, there. right, like right before Norwood, Norwood was about to score, just tipped it up and intercepted it, and it was just really cool on senior night, one time I do something good, like memorable, it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only time my name gets, name gets called, so it was, it was definitely fun. We were going crazy, and I can still see right where it happened, they're like, is the leg, and the next thing, 
we're hanging over, looking at your dad, thinking, oh, don't have a heart attack. He was going, he was going so crazy. And, uh, oh, man, just hold it together. How about you? Um, I, I think a couple, freshman year, uh, when we played Waynesville here, being a freshman, kind of like you have bright eyes and everything, and watching John Allen tip it, tip the two-point conversion in order to end the game so that we move on to the second round. That was probably one of the craziest games I think I've ever watched and, like, been a part of. And so it, was, it really, like, set CHJ football off on the right note for me. And so it was a lot of fun after that. So what are you guys doing now? Where are you at? And what are you doing? Uh, so I'm up at uh, University of Cincinnati. Me and Chris are there together. Um, major in the chemical engineering, you know, just kind of just a lot of schoolwork, late nights, but also playing club, club, uh, club lacrosse. And uh, it's just really fun, you know, getting to know a lot of the guys, still playing, like still being competitive and just doing what I love, lacrosse, and, you know, playing some flag football is coming up here soon in the intramural. So just kind of school and hanging out with everyone. So, yeah, so first off, we're down at the University of Cincinnati because North and South kind of still plays a factor. Um, but, no, same. Uh, business undecided right now. But in order to keep my athletic nature intact, uh, I joined the boxing club at UC, which is pretty – it's pretty. It's, it's not allowed to be a varsity sport. Um, it's as close to a varsity sport as you can get, which is a lot of fun. So, I'm excited. Have you boxed before? I've never fought before. But usually – so, how it works is there's a bunch of tournaments. There's a couple tournaments in Nevada, a couple tournaments in um, in at Xavier and a couple of these schools. Um and they treat it like a varsity sport. And so a bunch of kids come in. There's two freshmen last year, both uh, national champions in their weight class. So it's really easy to pick up. And it's all about the time and effort you put into it. So I'm excited. What weight class are you boxing at? Um, I don't know. It depends. I probably will drop down to the 160 if I can, which would be a lot of weight, yeah. But um, it should be interesting. It should be interesting. We're going to skip down and broadcast one of those. That's going to be. I'm not got to call a boxing match before that. Wow, that brings back childhood. Yeah, all right. So it starts in winter. So yeah, we've already started. Um, but the first, I won't be able to compete this year, um, just skill level wise. Um, and so after the first two months, then we have a inner squad, quote unquote, at um, the gym down at UC. And so all the UC fighters fight against each other. And then after that, depending on how I do, I'll be able to fight against schools like X. Ohio, or, or OU, Ohio State, and Miami, and schools like that. So yeah. fun. Wow. All right. Tell us what's going on, Danny. I'm continuing the football dream up at Ohio State. And uh, between that and school, that consumes the majority of my time. Let's say, how many hours a week are you putting in with football? Football, normally, daily, probably seven or eight hours. And then so that's that between that and class. And you get to go to class? How does that work? I do. We have to be done with class before two. So I have, you know, typically 8 a.m.s every day. Get done with that, and then go over to the football facility and do that till like 7:30, and then study hall after that. Wow. So so tell me this. At this point, what's everybody's favorite class? I know mine. I love English, and I always loved English in high school. And I got in, I got lucky with another good English teacher too, so I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Danny English. I got a really really good English professor. He's a big Bills fan, so he's kind of depressed all the time. But it is what it is. Hopefully again this week the Packers got him. Definitely, uh, definitely not English. That's just you know that's not my not my area. But probably 
probably chemistry, you know, just three years of chemistry with Mr. Ganzel here. So just kind of, yeah, got, got, got me ready. So definitely chemistry. All right, last question. Best memory or story not football-related? Oh, all right. That can be told on the air. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's not directly football related, but it actually happened with the three of us. Um, kind of football related. So if you let me stretch it a little bit, but they do this whole activity each week where you break down the letter teamwork and or leadership. You break down the letter leadership or something. Eagle. And, or no, eagle. Somehow it had an I in it. Whatever word it was. It was win. It was yeah. It was finish. 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 There we go. That's the story. So, finish, and we had an eye, and the three of us procrastinated like always. We were trying to figure it out one night. We texted in the group chat, and Wick's like, all right, I'll just look up L or inspiring words. Inspiring words. Uh, no, it's L. L. It was L. It was L. Yeah, no, it so, it was L. He looks up, and he texts back the word inspire. And all me and Danny both sat there. And we're like, this isn't happening. This actually isn't happening. I almost dropped out of school at that point. I have seen it all. Yeah. Like $110,000 of a CHT education. I have to defend myself. So the reason was because in Google, I searched it, and the capital I and the lowercase L are the same on Apple. So I don't know how it happened, but I just read an L. I was like, oh, inspired. Okay. And then I just, I don't know. I felt like an idiot after that, and everyone knew he- they told all the English teachers and everything, and, and so, Stockdale. yeah, I was... Stockdale found out about that one and had to live that one down set. So, um, I mean, there's been, there's been some pretty funny stories over the years, but I think Beach Day senior year was a really fun one where, I don't even know, 20 or 30 of the seniors were hiding in Miracle Commons at the Circle over by the walk over from the auxiliary lot, and we were just pegging people with uh, water balloons, you know, Everyone's like girlfriends, like especially just like we're throwing it at them, and that was really fun. And then just the entire day of everyone just hanging out in the field, we brought a slip and slide, kind of had a like makeshift that we like had to bring the track hurdles over to hold hold it down because the wind, and just kind of hanging out. And honestly, just that whole week with Wheels Day and just all the themes that we do, just it was just so fun that whole week, and that's something I miss a lot. So that was really fun. Anything else come up? Senior year in general was a blast. Even, like, going to school and stuff, Sockio's class, Turvey's class, it was all awesome. Uh, the single moment that probably I remember is, uh, I guess, the senior night for basketball, and we dressed up, did the commentating stuff in the student section ESPN, yeah, and played Fortnite in the middle of the game. That was a, that was a memorable moment, yeah. Well, you guys, besides the memories on the football field, you brought a lot of fun to the school, a lot of spirit. Miss having you guys around, waiting for the people to rise into your roles. But, but it, it's always great to see you guys. Always come back. We love having you guys around. So thanks, guys. Yeah. North College Hill. Wickman, Carnes, and Manaski. It's a great one, guys. Have a good night. All right. So with the running clock, that took up a quarter of football. So we started the fourth quarter. Score still 48 to nothing. Joel, fill us in. What have I missed? Um, so basically, on on our end defensively, we're doing the same thing that we did in the first half. North College Hill really hasn't been able to do anything. Obviously, they haven't put any points uh, on the board. It's still 48 nothing. Offensively, it's looking smooth. A couple rough pa- 
patches. I think we only have maybe one possession because of that running clock. Um, but we're driving here, which looks great. But there is a fourth down coming up. Fourth down and four. Saw Keyshawn take the ball, punish a defender. Continued forward for another three yards. So the Eagles are going to go for it on fourth down. They're going to go trips to the right. Keyshawn Walker in the backfield next to Colin Ames. Colin's going to take the ball. He's going to turn it upfield. Gets hit at the 40. Keeps his legs moving. I think he's going to have a first down. That's a nice, hard run. Hit at the line of scrimmage, and he gets the yardage to gain. Well, I mean, that, that's his play, the quarterback's role, and he, he's got that size where if he puts his head down, he can pick up those extra yards just like he did there. They, what's really important is that carrying it after the tackle, how many yards you get after the tackle, and it looks like well, they're, now they're saying that he didn't get it. They're going to say he didn't get it. Ball t- turns over on downs to NCH. And because it's a running clock and a 48 to nothing score, they didn't even measure. I think, I think they might have had it, but they didn't want to take the time to lock the, the sticks out. All right, so the Trojans will take over at the 38-yard line. At their own 38, first and 10, 9.44 left, clock running. Again, defensively here with these young guys, and um, keep up the work they're doing. It looks now. North, North College Hill is now going to call a timeout, but just keep doing what they're doing this whole second half. Just keep playing solid. I mean, they're looking great out there, despite you know maybe being young and experienced, maybe a little undersized. They're looking great. <laughs> College Hill might just be talking it out, see what they want to do on offense. We'll be starting with first and ten on their own 38-yard line. All right. With the running clock and with teams running the football the way they are, Eagles might touch this ball one more time, but we might be close to fireworks. I'm saying it's about fireworks time here at CSJ. It's good to talk to some alumni. So what makes this place great is the community that forms here. Georgians are going to run the ball. They're try to go around the right corner, and they're, they're going to make the corner. Strong run. Get out to the 45-yard line. So a pickup of about seven yards on first down. Well, they lined up, the Trojan lined up with a different formation this time than they did earlier in the night. Instead of just going in the shotgun with the running back behind the quarterback, they went in, put the quarterback under, and brought in a fullback to act as that lead um, blocker, which then allowed the running back to get to the outside, and then he did, was able to get to that corner. And that was a nice, solid run to bring up a second down and three. All right, back to the line. I formation. Going to hand it off to the up back, who is going to lumber forward and pick up the first down, the 49-yard line. Now again, Trojans starting to move the ball here. Young guys out there, got to keep their heads up, keep fighting. Looks like a player down. Yeah, they'll stop the clock at 8:35. 
right, so 8.35 left. There's a player down for this Trojan squad, which is unfortunate. They're already low on players, and when I was down there for the halftime show, saw one of the players out of pads. I think the guy that that hurt his knee was being helped off the field. So you hate to see another guy get injured, but it's finishing up. All right, so eight thirty five left. These students haven't left. Nobody's left. People are waiting for the fireworks. What's well, become a great eagle tradition? You get the whole student body and fans down on the on the field watching the fireworks. I see Dr. Maldonado down on the sideline who is with Beacon Orthopedic. Takes care of a lot of our folks, a lot of our students. Even took care of me one week. Appreciate the folks from Beacon and the way they help our athletes. Joel, have you ever had to use the Beacon services or have you kept healthy? Um, luckily I, or fortunately I, I have, uh, kept healthy throughout my, uh, playing, playing in high school. That's good. All right. Hand the ball off on the right side. Breaks some tackles. Stays on his feet all the way down to the 36 yard line. Matthew Rabun makes the tackle. This college hill, North College Hill team, I think, wants to get points on the board. It's Eagle defense, a lot of freshmen out there. Sakai out there again making a tackle. Want to keep these Trojans out of the end zone. To the line, eye formation, two receivers right, single left. They're going to give it to the tailback. Just hitting the backfield, fumble, ball on the ground, a collision. Eagles are seeing they have it. Let's see what the call is. I think they're saying Trojans keep the ball, and they do, but takes them all the way back to the 42-yard line. That's going to bring up a second down and 17. That was a great job defensively. Another fumble. Um, that's kind of been somewhat common tonight for the Trojans, um, but then a, another great job by this um, defensive line. They've done a great job all night with their pursuit to the running back and making those tackles in the backfield. All right, back to the line of scrimmage. Quarterback is going to roll to his left on a keeper and drilled in the backfield. He gets taken to the ground. Justin Vest. Jackson White takes him down. Well, we're down about six and a half minutes, but this is going to go fast. I think we're going to make our way down to the field. So we'll be down there as this game comes to its conclusion. North College Hill is going to call a timeout, stop the clock. Sorry. Yeah. All 
right? The greatest entertainment at this point. The band is getting the crowd totally into it. All right, we're going to head down to the crowd. Get a little louder as we come by the student section. We're going to get down on the sideline here as this game finishes out. And maybe we can maybe talk to a player or two before this game ends. The clock's running. This is going to go pretty quickly at this point. But I know the Eagles, even though it looks like mop-up time, I know these Eagles want to keep this game a shutout. So it is now third and 18. Ball at the 43. Quarterback drops back. He's looking. He's throwing deep. Throws into coverage. There's going to be a pass interference. Takes place at the 10-yard line. In high school football, it's not at the spot of the foul. So, But this is going to go against the Eagles with face guarding. That's going to be a first down. Yeah, it looks like on that play, it was, it was pretty good coverage. It was just he didn't necessarily get his head turned, so that's probably why the ref threw the flag. Um, still, though, six minutes left. Eagles looking good defensively, even though the Trojans are driving. Hopefully we can get a stand and hold this shutout here for um, homecoming night. All right, so the ball is going to get marched down. See, it's going to be at the 30-yard line. And it's going to be first and 10, but they haven't – or it's not automatic first down. So it's going to bring up a third and four. So, big play here for the Eagles. All right. They're in an I formation. Quarterback under center. He's going to drop straight back. He's looking. He's looking. He's getting pressure. And he heaves the ball to the end zone. He's got a receiver off his hands in the back of the end zone. That could have been a touchdown, but he just couldn't pull it in. That looks like North College Hill. They brought in a new quarterback, too. Probably someone who has a little bit more of an arm on him to throw that deep ball. Wide receiver was open. It was just right off his fingertips. So now it's going to be a fourth down and four, and North College Hill looks like he's going to go ahead and go for it. All right. Fun seeing all these young guys out there. We're struggling identifying everybody. We're not used to seeing most of these numbers. All right. This could preserve the shutout. It is four and four at the 29-yard line, 20 left. Big play on defense here for the Eagles, trying to maintain the shutout. Quarterback drops straight back. He's looking, looking, throwing deep to the end zone again, into coverage. It's going to drop incomplete. Eagles will take over on downs, and that should preserve the shutout. Yep, that was great job defensively. Bend, don't, bend but don't break mentality defensively on that drive. On that fourth down, that was great coverage on Bayer DBs. Just got their hands up. There was no really good outlet for the quarterback to throw to, so he kind of just heaved it up there. Great coverage by the cornerbacks. Now first down, and that should just about melt the clock here with four minutes left. All right, they wind the clock. Eagles on the sideline, huddled up. 
It is just now under 4 o'clock. All right, back to the line. High snap. He's going to go over to Colin's head, but he picks it up on a bounce. Looked like a shortstop there. He's going to take it around the left end. He's got the corner, and he's going to get tangled up in the chains. But he's going to he's going to pick up, see where they spot the ball. They're going to say he picked up six on that, so it's second down and four. That was a great play by Colin. Even though the bot snapped, that was just a great play to take it around the corner and go to his strong suit, running the football. He's done a great job all night with it. Does a great job there. Picks up six. Now second down and four. All right. This time they're going to hand the ball off, and I don't know who that was, but he was smashed immediately. It's a good thing he hung on to that football. I think that was I think that was White. Jackson White, number 19. He didn't have a shot on that one. The second he got that ball in his bread basket, he was drilled by two linemen, came flying through the Eagle offensive line. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like the Trojans just came in there. As soon as the ball was exchanged to Jackson, this looks he just got blown up. Great job to secure that football, though, and keep the drive alive here for third down. All right. They're going to give the ball to the back, who's going to try to get around the right corner. He's going in. He's going to get taken down. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Clock keeps running. It's going to take us under two minutes. Eagles are going to have to punt this ball away. But I would say right now the only way they don't keep the shutout is if something goes wrong here on special teams. Right. It looks like North College Hill is taking a timeout to stop that clock. So, it's still, even though they're down big, 48 nothing here, they still got some pride left. They want to at least get a score, get get some on the board. And I, I have nothing against that. Um, whenever you get just a team who keeps fighting um, despite the score, I mean, that that says a lot about your program. Um, it's, it's, more, it's more than just your skill. It's what you have at heart. So, hopefully the Eagles – now coming back on defense, it's gonna be not it's not just gonna be an easy two minutes. North College Hill is gonna take them um to when that final horn sounds to end the game. All right, so timeout by NCH. One fifty seven left. Eagles looking to get a big punt off here. And hopefully pin him back. So let's see. The last punt was short. Colin Ames takes the snap, gets off a much better punt this time. It's going to be caught, though, on the run and immediately thrown down. But I think he got a face mask because a flag got thrown in. They tackled him at about the 45-yard line. But I think with this flag, it's going to bring it in the eagle side of the ball, I mean, of the field. That was a great pursuit by Vest. That was a great pursuit that he had on that play. Just got his hands up there, caught in the face mask. So now the Trojans are going to have good starting field position with 147. So let's see, again, it's going to be that bend but don't break mentality for this Eagles defense. All right. 
And there was Adam Atala. Just made my night. See if we can get Adam Atala on the air here in a little bit. All right. So the Trojans are going to take over at the 41-yard line. First and 10. They're going to go two receivers left, two right. Quarterback drops back, looking. And now he's going to tell it down the sideline. Missed that. I lost him in the fray. He's going to pick up about 12-yard line on the keeper. Well, they switched quarterbacks again. They switched it back to that starter. So when he rolled out, it looked like he was going to throw, but he does have that run-first mentality, and he was able to pick up a good chunk of yardage and get out of bounds. Oh, it so doesn't much. matter with the running clock. So he's at the 25. Clock's down to 109. Only probably a few plays left. Quarterback's looking, looking, and now he's going to run again. And he's going to pick up the first down and go out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. And so this is going to come down right to the wire. We're under a minute now. 50 seconds and counting. Down to 45. They're going to line up at the 15. Give me the shotgun formation. We're right down at the 15th. Quarterback drops back. He's looking. Throws right over the middle. Hits a receiver. Gets tackled down at the five-yard line. Clock is running. It's at 30 seconds and counting. No timeouts left. Trojans are trying to get up to the line. Now a whistle blows. They're ready to go. Quarterback under center, and he spikes the ball with – that doesn't stop it. Not a heads-up play. It doesn't stop the clock, so they just wasted another 20 seconds. He's now going to snap the ball with five, four. They run. Quarterback is trying to run. They're going to take him down at the four-yard line, and that preserves the shutout. And the Eagle youngsters keep the shutout, which is a huge, a huge win. Like, there's a game within the game, and that's big for the young guys. Right, if anything, that's just a boost of confidence for those young guys. And playing with confidence is a lot better than playing with timidity or playing timid. Because if you have confidence in yourself, you can do so much more. So that's, that's great for those young guys there. All right, so the Eagles go to shake hands. The final score was our halftime score, 48-0. to This one was a lot of fun to bring you. We will be back next week, same time, 7 o'clock. Look forward to seeing you out to root on your Eagles. It's a great night. Great to have so many alumni here. Great to connect with everybody. Great to interview some folks. Joel, it was a blast bringing this one with you. It was fun. Any final thoughts before we sign off tonight? Uh, that was a great showing by our team tonight. Got to keep your heads up. When it comes to Monday, you can celebrate this now. Celebrate the weekend with homecoming. But when it comes to Monday, you got to be ready to get back at work because you got a new, new opponent next Friday night. All right, this Eagle team tries to keep getting better each week. So happy homecoming, everyone. Big dance tomorrow night. Be smart, be safe. Look forward to seeing you out tomorrow night. Dean Nicholas, Joel Sauve signing off in the Lindner Field. It's been a great homecoming as the Eagles beat North College Hill 48 to nothing.